Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Love Talk and Slow Jams with your girl Amores tonight. And you already know what it is. I miss you guys so, so, so entirely, so much. Um, I, sheesh, I haven't done one in a while. I haven't done a podcast since I'm going to say May. I didn't do one all of June. Well, guys, y'all know I do one every year for my birthday. Um, my birthday was last Monday. Actually, I'm lying. My birthday was this Monday. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm lying. It just seemed like time went by so fast. My birthday was actually this Monday, July 22nd. And, woo, sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. I turned the big 29 the last year in my 20s. And I'm, like, so happy for this year. Um, like I always say, my new year always starts on when I on my birthday. Um, the six months preparing up to my birthday was just preparing me for my year. Um, this year started off really rough for me, like tremendously rough. Um, but I stuck it out. I stayed solid throughout everything that was going on. I stayed 10 toes down and I held, and I, and I held on. Um, one of the things I can honestly say is I know people sometimes be like, they don't know if they believe in God and this, that, and the third. I'm here to tell you, God is real. God is super real. And he, whew, when I say he does it, he does it. And oh my God, um, I could, I could not ask for a better God to serve. Um, it's been times in this, ooh, in these months of 2019 where I was losing my faith. and But I didn't lose my faith. It was one of those things where I was mad and I just kept saying, you know, but I, I held on to my faith. That's one thing. It was an inkling amount that I held on to. And when I say that I'm so grateful and I'm so blessed that God didn't give up on me the way that I was giving up. And it's just... It's just amazing the things that happen. Um, whew, I haven't really discussed it with you guys, like the things that I've been going through, but I lost somebody very, 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 very dear to me. Um, and it's still really hard. Um, it's so hard. Oh, um. Sheesh, I'm trying to regroup. Um, it's, it's super hard to lose people that are super extremely close to you and even more people that play big roles in your life. Um, but God walked me through it. God showed me something in this loss. God prepared me for this loss and I can't do anything but thank him. The person I lost is no longer in pain. It was the selfish part of me that wanted the flesh here, but had to remember that the spirit is always here. Um, when I first came to LA, too, not when I first, first came to LA, but when I came back to LA this year, well, last year, um, in 2018, when I came back here, I came back with a purpose. My purpose was to thrive in everything and anything that I touched. 
it was an amazing start to bring in the actual new year. Um, I went out of the country for the first time. Um, I stepped out of my comfort zone. I became even more, more willing to do certain things that I normally am not. But I also found that I'm most efficient when I am providing myself with self-love and self-care and I take days for myself and my mental health um, and days just to be alone. You know, sometimes you really got to be alone. But anyway, when I first came out here, um, I was staying with my um, best friend at the time. The goal was to always, 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 you know, we getting older. The goal was always to get my own place out here. Um, but we were, you know, trying to help one another out. Um, and, you know, things transpired. Um, but not things to make me hate anybody. I don't hate nobody. I don't. But things transpired. And one of the reasons why I just brought this up was because in life, you can go through years and years and years and years and years and not experience certain things that will make you see a person in a different light. You can go through a million trillion things and spend years, 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 years. But when it boils down to certain attributes and certain lessons, people show who they are. And not to say anybody's a bad person or things like that. Like, that's not what I mean when I say it. What I mean when I say this is people, people show you how they are in situations. And we went through a situation where I'm not going to speak on it right now because um, this isn't what this episode is about, but it, it's leading up to what it's about. People... handle things how they feel at the moment one thing i'm big and firm on is don't apologize for how you feel don't ever apologize for how you feel because how you feel is how you feel and you're obligated to feel how you feel personally you know so i never you know when people or even myself i don't apologize for how i feel i may apologize for how i made you feel by expressing how i felt but i'm never going to apologize about how i feel personally but you know, it just, it's just really hard, you know, I always say losing friends are the hardest breakups. They're the hardest of them all. And sometimes you just have to, you know, you have to cope with it like you cope with anything else. Well, it just goes to show you then no matter the situation, no matter what's going on, everything seriously happens for a reason. Um, so I ended up like I like the neighborhood that we were living in, I where we actually lived in our house, it was a cool little neighborhood on the outskirts of the neighborhood. It drove me crazy on the outskirts because LA, something about LA, I will never get used to the crackheads. I'm sorry, I, I will never get used to it. But like I said, in our development, it was it was nice. It was cool. Um, the lady who was running from, like she kept it up, everything. But when you leave on the outskirts, 
it's it was it was fucking with my mental it was fucking with my spirit it was just i just knew that right then and there i needed to get away from there um but so i ended up staying with my home girl um just to clear my environment um just to literally focus and just you know it, taking them baby steps to get where you need to go the day after I decided to stay with my other homegirl and like down in like the arts district, I um one of one of my property managers that I worked for for brief for a brief moment hit me up asking me, um, did I wanna become a property manager? Did I wanna manage the building? Um and I was like, hell yeah, I want to do that. And she's like, okay, you have to live on site, you know, blah, blah, blah. And literally it was like all of this stuff was happening in like literally the same day. Like literally me and my best friend kind of fell out a little bit. Then I was staying with my homegirl and like the day I, the next day I was offered this opportunity and it was amazing. And I came and I looked at the place and I fell in love with it. Oh my God, I fell in love with the place. And it was it's so beautiful. Um, it's renovated, it's beautiful. Um, pretty much if you've been following me for a while, you know that I was, um, I'm trying to become a developer. Um, I'm working on getting my real estate license and things of that nature. Well, this is stepping me, well, this is pushing me forward and doing all of those things because now basically I run my own shit. Um, I'm the property manager. Um, I, run, I run my own building um, and I work on my own schedule. Uh, so it's like everything that I was asking for, because I was saying, I want to work somewhere around, I'm going to talk to people all the time, and my residents, they're, you know, they're cool or whatever, you know, they have complaints or anything else that, that in property management, but it was just to show you that I was going through these things that I just was like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing here? I, I can't, I left from my own place to come to LA and like really start over and rebuild. And I just was getting so depressed and I was like, nothing is happening how I wanted to. I don't have time. I'm like working and I hate it. And I like everything, anything that can be wrong was just going wrong. But I kept faith and I kept praying and I kept thanking God for the trials, the tribulations. I was thanking God for the things that I knew he was gonna bless me with and provide me with and the tools. And I just kept asking him, you know, God, I wanna I wanna see me how you see me. I wanna walk in your footsteps. I wanna make you proud. Can you show me the way? Can you lead me? I'm opening my heart for you to lead me because I know you know better than I do. And you know what's best for me. And I'm willing to let you take control because when I try to take control, it don't work. You know, and that goes back to me saying, faith is everything. But prayer without work, and I mean hard work, is nothing. And I just want y'all to understand that God literally, literally, literally is is waiting for you to let him in that's all he's doing he's waiting for you to let waiting for you to literally let him in
Um, I'm sorry about that. I was responding to something, but so with that being said, <clears throat> when I say you gotta stay in ten toes down and you gotta stay solid, remain solid, and you gotta keep your faith, I mean that. I mean that so much. I mean that in the most the most humblest way because he showed me. Literally, I got the job. Literally, I had to move into my own place. Literally, after they, after I did my piss test and everything like that, um, I went, did my little orientation, put on my paperwork. They wanted me to move in that same week. So now you can only imagine it was the beginning of July. I literally just paid July's rent at my other place and literally had to turn around and pay a security deposit and stuff to move into my new apartment. I was stressed. I was beyond fucking stressed. I was so stressed out. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? But all in all, being stressed, everything worked out. And I just thank God every day that I wake up because without him, None of this would be possible. None of it. I would not be able to even be telling this story if if I didn't have the faith that I had in him and he didn't show up and show out every time that he touched me and touched something that I needed. And So today, reading the verse of the day, it says, Ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, that ye may spend it in your pleasures. And all you gotta do is really, basically, and I read that to you guys because basically what it's saying is you ask for things, but you don't ask for things to serve others. You don't ask for things to serve God. You don't ask for things to walk in God's light. You ask for things and you just simply do, you just want it for the pleasures of the world. And you have to know that the friendship of the world is is not friends with God, basically. Like, you want the worldly things, but that's not what God goes by. And whoever, therefore, would be a friend of the world, make himself an enemy of God. And you can't, you can't just want this material stuff. Like, you can't want the nicest car just to stun on others. You can't want the flyest crib to stun on others. You can't do that. I've never been the type of person to want to stun on others. I literally ask for things so that I can serve others and try to help others in the process. Um, well, I know you guys are tired and you want me to go into something a little more entertaining, but I did have to let you guys know that, you know, stay solid for real. I'm going to keep saying it throughout this. Stay Welcome back after that short intermission. So we want to jump into some more of an exciting story. Um, this really isn't exciting to me. It's stupid as fuck. But we'll talk about it because 
it goes back to what I was saying when you stay solid and you know who you are because um, that's my whole motto right now stay solid stay solid stay solid and I'm going to keep repeating that because it seems as though people don't really know how to stay solid anymore and y'all get to a point where y'all don't understand that it's not about money it's not about materialistic things it's not about who trusts the flyers it's not about who got the most like literally it's about who you are as an individual and i go off the energy i go off vibes if you are a fucked up person you're a fucked up person no matter what you have what you got going on a fucked up heart could never win over a solid person who has good intentions now i'm not saying that everybody that has good intentions don't make mistakes but it's a point where you're when you make a mistake and you had good intentions rather than when you do some fucked up shit and your intentions were never pure in the beginning um well a while back let's just say um y'all know the stories that i tell them here all the time like back in the day it was a lot of us that hung around each other it was a lot of us that you know hung out um anyway about maybe seven years ago me and one of my homegirls we had fell out we were children when you fall out when you're 20 21 you're still children you don't know how to really reciprocate what is going on and you kind of still make childish mistakes because you think you've grown you think you know everything you think you've experienced life and at 21 you don't and i'll be the first one to tell you i thought i was grown as hell i thought i was grown since i was like 16 like i'm grown what the fuck da, da, da. no that's not grown um but we we had a falling out like and if you know me back then you know i was rah-rah like very rah-rah and it was a lot of bullshit it was a lot of you know things that should not have taken place now if i would have known what i know now in my real adult years um it you know it is what it is but I haven't seen or spoken to her since then. Well, we spoke one time and we squashed everything. But I haven't seen her after that. And um, another one of my homegirls, I literally, with me and her, we just fell back from each other a little bit, you know? So it was one of those things where we just kind of fell back. And that was, and that's cool because sometimes in your growing process, you have to leave people where they are because some people really can't come with you. Um, and literally, I started, um, once I started my job as the property manager, I decided to go get a part-time, you know, just to keep, to get me out of the house and, still be around multiple people and things of that nature it was for my own benefit you know and um i seen that one of my homegirls you don't know i don't say names one of my homegirls lived at the building i was kind of shocked like damn okay so we had a talk we squashed our differences or whatever then i seen that my friend from a long time ago lived there too and so I had asked my homegirl like well how come you ain't telling me Shawty live here and she was like which one is she again so I'm giving her a rundown you know when you're like oh you don't remember that girl from back in the day and 
literally not to put nobody out there. That's why I'm not going to say no names in this episode. She went back pillow talking to her nigga because they were sleeping with the same guy. And just to make herself look good and try to act like she knew something terribly wrong about the girl. And I started getting phone calls like, oh, I'm hearing you want to fight something. I'm like, well, I'm too grown. Like, I'm one way too grown to be out here fighting. Two, I'm a grown woman and I know how to articulate my words and literally I don't have to yell, I don't have to shout, I don't have to do any of that to get my point across. Um and I have too much to lose just to be out here fighting like dead ass, like I don't have the energy or the time or the patience just to be out here arguing over some stupid shit. So anyway, the guy Y'all know how I feel. Once a nigga turn me off and make me think he gay, I think he gay. Because I don't, that pillow talking, I don't know a lot of niggas that do a whole lot of pillow talking. But he went, he pillow talked to my other friend, who, mind you, is messy because they all three live in the same damn building. Okay. So, I pulled the ones to the side that they went to. And I was like, what's the problem? Like, you know, we, we talking and we both came to the conclusion that it was bullshit, that it was two individuals that had nothing to do with the situation, that are childish as fuck because they're in their 30s. And I don't know, it was just a weird ass situation, but we squashed it or whatever and it was like no beef, but I ended up the next day seeing both women. Um in the same vicinity, so I called them both over because we was gonna get to the bottom of it because at the end of the day, like, I personally knew that the girl went back and repeated everything I said, no matter how much she tried to splice it and say she didn't. I knew because what I said to you went back to her verbatimly, you know, and it wasn't nothing bad, and so she twisted it up into her own spill to make herself have an issue with, you know how that go, that girly shit. But anyway, long story short, so, I'm like, so what was said? Because I'm trying to figure out this whole little grand scheme of things or whatever. Anyway, long story short, let me just tell y'all something. And this is for my woman out here. When you decide that you want to deal with a man, whether you want to be involved in an actual relationship with that guy, when you decide you want to deal with a man, you literally have to take an account that you have to deal with the bullshit. Now, if you get with a man and you know he's sleeping with her, 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 and her, because the two girls, they knew about each other, you know? But when you get into a situation and you want to sleep with her, 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 and you know this about your man, because you have you have to know your, your other head. You have to know who you give your body to. If that is the type of situation you want to get into, you can't be mad. You can't have feelings for that. You have to continue to keep it how it's going. Now, when them feelings start getting involved, that's when it's a problem. But it's always logic over emotion. And I don't judge. People do whatever they want to do. But it became a problem with me when my name was brought up into some bullshit because of an issue where Shorty wanted to get her issue off with the other girl and she just needed a middle ground to do it. And they just seem like, oh, well, back in the day they was beefing, so it's still a problem. Baby, that's what I mean when I say be solid and stay turned those down. Because me, that's I knew what was said. I knew what the conversation was. That's why I can call both of them over. 
together and say, hey, you know, what's up? Or, you know, what, you know, what was going on, what was said? Because I know what was said because I was the one that said it out of my mouth. So now when it goes back to, when in between two other individuals to get to her, that's when it becomes the issue. But when I say the whole stay solid, it's because at the end of the day, I watched the body language when I called both ladies together. The body language was so off. The body language just was like one of them was still solid. She stood in her own. She did not throw low blows. She didn't do anything. And that's what I mean. She didn't have to throw low blows to get her point across. And that's just what it should be. But the other one who was guilty threw low blows and that kind of fucked my head up because it was like, we just got over what we got over and you went did some childhood shit. Like, I don't, I can't walk with it, you know, but it becomes a, a tricking effect because it's like one of those things where you feel some type of way, so you are going to make everybody else Try, you're going to try to make everybody else feel some type of way. And it's weird to me that people do things like this. And I'm telling this story because at the end of the day, be who you are. And when you saw it, you don't got to switch up for nobody. Because people know who you are. They know you. You know what I'm saying? And not even know you to the point because everybody changes. So just because you knew me two years ago does not mean you know me today. But you know something about me. Because everything don't change. You still have some of those characteristics. But things could have went such a whole different way. And because these two individuals that was talking so much didn't think it was going to get back to her and the other one didn't think it was going to get back to me, you know, y'all thought it was just going to be kept like that. And which I'm glad that it did kind of happen the way that it happened and it did come back to me because at the end of the day, it was some bullshit that needed to be cleared up. Like, it needed to be cleared up. And, you know... I just hope that everybody that's in the situation grows and moves forward in the situation accordingly. And ladies, stop acting crazy over these men. Stop, stop giving them the power and stop giving people the power and the ammunition to even throw, you know? Um, and yeah, um, that, <laughs> was my quick little story but I also have another story so we're going to stop this one right here and give me your feedback y'all know where to reach me at um you can hit me on snapchat um more than I want hit me on instagram let me get some feedback on how y'all feel about the situation because to me it was messy it was childish and I was even embarrassed to have been part of this situation like I don't want to be a part of goofy shit like this so just leave your feedback. The next thing we get to is about rekindling when rekindling goes wrong. <laughs> Stay tuned. Welcome back to Love Talking Slow Jams with your girl, Amoris and I. Okay, so because I did not talk to you guys in so long, I decided that I would tell you three stories. The first story was, you know, keeping your faith and understanding, you know, the power of it all. The second story was simply to let you guys know, you got to learn how to stay solid in your own feet. Never use somebody else's baton because when the back time, get back. 
Um, just be solid. Be who you are. You know, lose lose the shit. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to be vulnerable, but sometimes you, you gotta show your vulnerable vulnerable side. Um, but it's so crazy this last story because it is about red flags. Um, and how to spot out some of the red flags? You know, when dating people, see people don't understand. And I think it's because I've experienced so much while dating that my new dating techniques are very, very different. Um, and it's like one of those things where I simply, you know, it's a lot of things I don't tolerate. So I do look at the red flags now and I don't make exceptions for them. Um, Ignoring me, that's a red flag. And that to sound like, oh, you need attention to some third. Now, when I say ignoring me, it means that if we have a disagreement and you feel like ignoring me is the best thing, that goes to show your level of maturity. Because I'm at the point now where if I'm dealing with somebody and I want to, and we can't agree to disagree and express ourselves without someone feeling like, okay, I, I have to just blatantly ignore you now. Or like you see me like calling them, but you don't want to talk about it. Like my whole thing is communication is everything, but comprehending and comprehension is even more important than the actual communication part. Because you can communicate with anything, you can communicate something with someone, and if they don't comprehend it, then it doesn't mean anything. So I think we have to understand that we have to start dealing with people that are on our comprehension level because everybody's not going to comprehend what we're talking about. So anyway, I had met this guy about five years ago, and I know he's probably going to listen to this, um, and that's perfectly fine. It's two guys that I'm going to talk about, actually, but and I know both of them probably going to listen to this, and that's so fine with me because they probably need to hear this um, so that they don't do this to the next female that they deal with. Um, neither one with my man, you know, nothing like that. But one of them I knew for about five years um, would turn me off the first initial time, you know, because we had exchanged Instagrams and stuff. And what turned me off the first time was he had wrote me this message on Instagram after knowing me for maybe three months and was like, hey, I never done this before, but I'm willing to take a risk on you. And I want you, I want to move you out of state with me. Like red flag alert, red flag alert, red flag. Like if some niggas do it and some females will go with that. Me personally, my mind runs a mile a minute and not only do my mind run like that, my intuition. And I just felt like, oh no, bitch, she's going to get you locked in the basement, probably beat your ass a couple of times. Like, no, it's no go. So, you know, that was dead. I didn't do that. Um, and as y'all know, I'm a gypsy. I go everywhere. So, you know, but God prevented that one. Um, Recently, we got back in touch with each other. I want to say around Father's Day, we got kind of reacquainted. Um, he he hit me up on Instagram to check on me because he did it very often um, to check on me. And you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not a mean person. So we started having a conversation and he took the conversation as if like I wanted him to be my man, like right then and there, like on the spot, like, yes. We're talking in one minute, then now you want want me to be your girl. Like that to me is a red flag. Because that 
I don't, I don't know. I'm not the type of person that can jump into something for one. I don't even be liking people for that long, so I know I can't jump into nothing that quick because I might not even like you a week from now. So you need to be grateful for the time you get when you get it. But he sat there and you know, and I entertained him because I'm like, he's harmless. He's not in my city. He's not in my state. He's very harmless and. No, that's not the case. Um, he just got super duper crazy out of nowhere. Like he was mad that I posted this picture on Instagram, and it was like, so what? Like I'm a grown ass woman, and if I'm gonna post a picture of my swimsuit on Instagram with a song, I can do that. Let me tell you why? Because I'm grown. I pay the cost to be the boss. Like. You know what gets me about y'all niggas? Y'all always want to be the boss, but y'all not. Y'all don't even pay the cost to be the boss. I'm confused. Like, you don't you think that you should be contributing something other than a fucking headache? Like, I don't get it. That's not how you win me. I'm sorry. That that'll be that's the quickest way to lose the shit out of me. But anyway, so that had happened, and that like turned me off. And I basically, you know, I expressed that, like, uh-uh. So that was the first red flag. Because you know even about dicking. So he, like, go off, like, I need a classy woman. I don't care what you need, young man. I'm not your girl. Um, then he's like, but then he starts blowing my phone up, blowing my phone up, blowing my phone up, blowing my phone up, blowing my phone up. And that was the next red flag. Don't blow my phone up. Like, dead ass. And when I just mentioned, like, ignoring, like, if I tell you that I'm out and I'm about, and you want to be one of them crazy ass niggas that keep on blowing me up and think that I'm supposed to talk to you the whole time I'm out, we would never work. Because at the end of the day, I'm the type of person who likes to be around people that make me forget all about my phone. I don't like picking up my phone around my friends. I spend time with my friends, and that's just what it is. Like, I'm not going to talk to you the whole time. I'm chilling with my homies. Like, you know, so I basically was trying to do things like, you know, this is not working. Like, the friendship is not even working. Like, I wish you all the best. I wish you, you know, wish you much love and happiness. But with me, it just wasn't going to happen. And so he basically... And he basically, um, you know, he said he understood, but I guess he didn't really understand. And so we talked after that. He's like apologizing, like I was drunk, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I remember this day so vividly. It was the day before the 4th of July. And he basically asked me to send him a picture. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, let me get home. I'm at work. And so when I got home, um, I didn't send a damn picture, but at the end of the day, what type of pictures did you think I was going to say? I wasn't going to say, you know, freaked out ass picture. You're not my picture. So, sorry, y'all for y'all, I'm so tired. But he basically went and the next day I woke up and he's like, you're a liar here with this or that. Mind you, y'all know on the 4th, it was that dumb ass earthquake so i'm dealing with that and i'm just like oh my god what the fuck and then like you want to come with me with some bullshit that i really wasn't feeling so i definitely was just like mm. so 
I'm telling him, like, sir, I don't care. One thing about me, I don't argue. I don't argue because why? People argue when they want to hurt your feelings, and people argue when they don't have anything else better to articulate. I have a lot of things I can articulate, but I don't wish to argue with anybody. If you want to have a conversation with me, we can have a conversation, but I hate when people just always want to argue because people are so used to being in toxic relationships that that becomes what they're accustomed and normal to. And that's not normal to me. Arguing is not normal. Arguing increases your blood levels. It um, gives you high blood pressure. That's what I meant to say. Um, fucks with my anxiety. Like, I can't. I'm not an argumentative person. I will walk away before I even argue with anybody. Um, and so I just was telling him, like, I'm not going to keep arguing with you. This is dumb. Like, you know, you need to bag that. And basically he he was blowing my phone up again so i'm like sir i'm about to head out i'm not doing this i'm around people i just don't feel like it is too much and he's like no i'm sorry i'm sorry and it's like dog that's too many stars like i don't sorry cool but these are frivolous ass mistakes like stop like what you're doing and every time you try to argue me you realize i'm not gonna argue back you want to be like you're sorry to me, you strike me as crazy, and those are red flags. So I was just like, okay, whatever. Well, then the next day he proceeds, because I said I was not moving to his city, um, he proceeds on to tell me basically like, oh, oh, well, I missed the part. So basically he tells me, well, I can ask a girl right now to send me a picture, and she would do it. And I was like, okay, and that's fine. That's not, I'm not your bitch. I don't care. Do it. So he did, and he sent me, like, the picture of the girl, and I thought it was so disrespectful because I'm a woman, and for you to go ahead and send off pictures like that, it just, like, goes to show you didn't respect her privacy, and you're a fuckboy. Once again, those are red flags. That's why I'm glad I didn't send you a picture. Like, nigga, like, you can screenshot my pictures all day off Instagram, but I'm not sending you anything. And so, um, so, I'm like, you know, that's so disrespectful. That was like the final straw. Like, please leave me alone. Like, a friendship wouldn't even do at this point in time. Like, you are like so disrespectful. I can't even fathom it. Like, it's so much. And so he's like trying to apologize. Oh, I should have handled it that way. I should have did it differently. I should have did blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, you should have, you know, but you didn't. And at the end of the day, you let me learn, but, you know, take that to the next person. And he's like, yeah, well, my ex want me to move to Charlotte, North Carolina with her. And I'm like, okay, have fun. Like, nigga, I don't care. You're not making me mad by this. You're, like, showing me how goofy you are. And that, like, I don't want you. Like, I'm sorry. I don't want you. You're mentally unstable at this point. That's how I view it. And I don't want to deal with nobody that's mentally unstable because, God damn, I'm do my own mental health I can't deal with yours too you know so I just kind of like you know was trying to deal that whole situation and these are like certain weird things he was going so then the next day he's hitting me and I think I still have the messages um let me see I still got these messages let's see let me see. I got so many text messages in my phone. Let me see. I believe I still have it because I was trying to show my sister. It was July 15th. 
I'm tripping because I'm like the fourth and then after the fourth. I don't know what I was kept devolving days in the night. Um, let me call this guy. So he sends me, uh, let's see. This is going to like, this is crazy. I had to keep these messages. Um, so the next day after the 4th of July, I wake up and he's like, um, sending me messages and the message goes i'm in a meltdown mode i'm considering suicide tonight and i have no one i trust to talk about it other than you i'm gonna take my gun and blow my brains out i'm tired i can't go on that's heavy and that's a lot and not to sound ignorant but i don't want that burden on me i don't want the burden of you saying that and then i just don't want it and so basically so i basically am like annoyed at this point but i'm trying to be a child of god and i'm trying to use my resources to actually help this young man um and so i say stop why would you do that you know life isn't that bad and what is so wrong that you could want to do that you know because we tend to think that our lives are such in crucial moments and downhill when things are going out wet and you feel like you can't control it. And that goes back to the first story that I told you when it has to do everything with faith. Um, and I was like, you know, hello. And then I, and I tried to call because I was like, you know, I don't want this burden on me, you know, maybe, you know, whatever. So, um, so I'm just like, okay, you can't send somebody this and then like, fall off the planet. I don't know your friends or anything like that, so I can't help you. I don't know where you live at, so I can't do a whole motherfucking um, PSA and all that other stuff I want you. So he's like, so he sends me a message back and was like, you can't help me. I just want you to know before I do it, I'm in so much pain and sad. And I'm like, well, you have children, you know, your children need you. Like, don't be selfish. Like, that would be a very selfish act. Um, and he's like, no, they don't. They're good. So he starts going into another story. I'm not going to get too deep into that because it's about kids and you don't ever put kids in situations. So I'm not going to go too deep. But um, so I'm like, well, you know, I think maybe you should go see Cope or, you know, something. And he's like, fuck therapy. I'm not doing that. Okay. And so it gets worse because now he sends me a picture of him with a gun to his head. And he says, I'm about to. It's too late. I've been letting myself go for too long. It's only right. Goodbye. And once he sent me that picture and that, I had no more words because that was way too deep for me. So the next day I woke up and I seen that I had messages um, from him. Mind you, this all took place at like 5.30 p.m. He sent me messages at 3.11 a.m. And it's like, I knew you didn't care, but I got through without your help or concern. Hope your night was worth it. Um, and I'm like, sir, 
Look, I tried to talk you off the ledge. Once you sent me that picture with that gun, look, I'm good off of you. Like, I'm so sorry, but I wish you all the best. And, you know, but you see what was leading up to these red flags. So he wanted me to come out of town, move out of town with him. Why? So you could get drunk and try to shoot me or something? That is fucking absurd. So... He's like, yep, cool. No calls from you, but it's cool. Hope you had fun last night and this morning. And I'm like, nigga, because now you're pissing me off because, like, my nigga, like, you are playing games. And, look, I don't play with psychopaths. Like, I don't give a fuck. People be out here screaming they're crazy, but, no, this nigga's fucking loony bin. So I'm like, nigga, it was a fucking earthquake again yesterday. I don't have time for this. You need to enjoy your day. And so he's like, nigga. And then he like puts in parentheses, like nigga, and like the okay sign. You're disrespectful as hell. No, nigga, you're disrespectful. <laughs> and I'm like, it's cool. I wish you all the best, but you are toxic. I don't know what game you're playing, but it's not funny for you to send a pic like that. I could never be with someone so unstable. I'd be damned if a nigga get all emotional and try to kill me. I'm good. No thanks. I'll pray. Oh, I'll pray you overcome whatever demons you have, but I want no parts. I love myself way more to put me in danger. And, um, so then he's like sent the like crying, laughing faces, which pretty much proved again. <laughs> It's not funny I'm laughing now because this nigga is a fucking psycho. And he goes, he starts calling my phone and he's like, so you're sending me the voicemail? I was joking. Wasn't even no bullets in it. Just wanted to see how much you really cared. And I see you didn't. I'm glad you're okay though. That's what I was really calling for to make sure you're okay. And so I'm like, yo, for real, I must be tripping. And so I sent him back and I'm like, not trying to be rude, but we don't have anything to talk about. I'm not sure if you think I'm a low self-esteem female, but I'm not. And you do way too much. I'm not for it. It was a pleasure getting to know you, but I love me way more than to be caught up in some toxic shit. Have a good life. Be safe. And he raves back, wow, so that's how you do me? And I was like, no, I'm going to continue to pray for you, but I can't um, deal with you. I don't like people that play with guns. I value my life. So he goes, so that was my last message to him. Um, he sent like a million more. And then I like, oh, maybe that wasn't. Let me see. So he goes, I value mine too. And I don't need you to pray for me. I'm good over here. And I don't play with guns. My first time actually picking that gun up since New Year's Eve is for protection. I do live in Chicago, you know. Um, it's cool. You blocked me. Um, remember that I will never text or call you again. Have it your way. <laughs> Mind you, this is like 8 in the morning. Like, oh, my God. And so I'm like, nigga, you sent me with a you sent me a picture with a gun to your head saying you wanted to die. That's nutty as fuck. He said, okay, I told you what the fuck I was doing. So then he kept calling me and just calling me and just calling me. And then he starts texting me like, I love you. And I was like, look, honestly, we should probably not continue talking. I think it's for the best of us. I need someone in my life a little more rational at this point in my life. I do wish you all the best and pray for your peace of mind. So then he goes, and that was literally my last text message to him. After that, I never texted him again. I actually put him on block. 
But before I blocked him, because he started rambling through the, with these texts, it was like, now I'm hard, Now my heart is literally broken into pieces for playing a silly game. I really care about you and wanted you to come. I want to get you out of L.A. Please, please. Um, okay, so you're blocking me. If this is what you want, so be it. I'm so sorry I acted the way I've been acting towards you. You're such a phenomenal woman. I was scared that this was too good to be true, but I'm even more scared to lose you. Like, sir, you're crazy. So mind you, I'm not responding to it. So it goes, if you, if you would have came, I will make sure you'll be making money right away with both my businesses and I will give, give you whatever business that you want. Blah, blah, blah. Please give me another chance or more like my nigga so that nigga had to get blocked because those were all red flags and i refused to die for fucking with a nigga and just having some frivolous ass conversation so with that being said um i blocked him and my birthday was on monday and he sends me a message he might have deleted it because he can't send me messages on my phone so he has been stalking my instagram Oh, let's see. This nigga writes me, good morning, happy birthday. I hope you enjoy your day. You deserve it. I really wish I was there to celebrate with you and to turn up with you. You're fucking crazy, my nigga. I don't talk to you, your blog. Like, that's crazy. So I'd never responded. But I guess with Instagram, you can kind of see when somebody read your shit. So he wrote back like, wow, okay. So I was like, you know, Ash, don't be a bitch. So I'm like, okay, after that gun incident, it's best if you don't contact me. Hope all is well. He goes, that's crazy. Didn't know you was that soft, but okay, 100. I'm so hurt right now. And I just like blocked his ass off there too because like you're fucking sick in the mind like when i say sick in the mind you're sick in the fucking mind but those was red flags and with that you gotta be careful like even frivolous ass conversation can set niggas off and like you have to be careful like that situation could have ended so bad what if i was one of these dumbass girls that was like oh i'm gonna let this nigga take care of me see that's why i don't be fucking with y'all niggas like that because y'all do weird shit oh i'm gonna take care of you no why so you can control me and try to kill me no i I would rather be by myself. But anyway, I think that's over for story time. I think I'll save the other one for another day. Um, only because, um, I don't know if I should tell it right now. That one is not as deep as this one. But I think I need to let this one simmer with you guys before I go into more red flags. But ladies, just be careful. Fellas, be careful too, because there's some crazy ass females out here as well. Um, just protect yourself when dealing with people. Get to know people before you jump into relationships. That's why it was so odd to me that he just thought like after a conversation, like we were going to be together. And that's weird to me. Like, no, like, and I don't like to play with people's feelings, but at the end of the day, you're not going to force me into something that I don't want. And stop letting these guys force you into things. Like, my ex had me like feeling forced when we were together and I felt like I had to be there for him and I realized no I need to be there for myself but I'm gonna leave, let that I'm gonna leave y'all with that and let that simmer on you like I said comment I love feedback um and let me know what you think let me know your in like what your thoughts are on that last story um once again thank you for tuning in to love talk and slow chance with the one and only Amor Sinai <laughs> see you next time <laughs>